0: If you have your Bibles and would like to turn with me this morning, Matthew chapter 5, and I'm just going to read one verse, and we'll see what the Lord has for us this morning. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 16. Let your light So shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let your light, everybody say your light, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Let's pray this morning. Lord, help us to speak what you've laid upon our heart today. Let the word of God accomplish the purpose for which you are sending it. I pray, God, that every heart, mind, and life this morning is inspired by the word of God, inspired to take a step in the right direction. And we pray in Jesus' name. Let everyone shout amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated this morning. Thank you for your worship and response to The leading of worship this morning. Thank you to the teams coming and leading us today. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. This verse has rang with clear resonance with me for quite some time. I want to speak to you for a little while today about the shadow. Of man, the shadow of man I, I wrestled a little bit with with how to title this this morning because i uh, it's kind of a complex subject that I want to talk about today and hopefully by the help of the lord uh, I'll not be extremely long this morning I, I want to I, I want to speak speak to you what the Lord has laid upon my heart with clarity without um, overindulgence perhaps this morning into into the subject matter, the shadow of man. Every person casts a shadow. Um, your shadow depicts your image. It's the person in. It's it's the person's image in relationship to the light that is shining upon the individual. Matthew chapter 5 tells us to let our light shine before men. Now, it's not speaking here, of course, of a shadow, and I'll try to draw this together in a few moments, but Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 tells us to let our light shine, or so shine, let our light so shine. The, the, the use of the wording there speaks to letting our light shine in a manner. Let your light so shine. Let your light shine in a way before men. Everybody say, before men. That means so that your neighbor can see your light shining. Let your light shine in a way that your neighbor can see your light shining and that they may see your good works everybody say good works not all works are good but the scripture said that your good works may be seen before men so that your neighbor can see your good works and when your neighbor sees your good works it does something to them and causes them then to want to glorify the father which is in heaven because they saw something In you. So when they saw something in you, they saw something that inspired them and said, Wow, I want to be like them. Matthew 5 and 16 is telling us not to live our life in a way that we are hidden from people. Now, I've already talked about this text. It was not intended as a matter of fact. I was a little embarrassed this morning when I recognized the clarity between the two in my path of life lesson this morning. I dealt with Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 so all of my path of life people this morning just cheer me on while I go, all right? So I already dealt with that in our path of life lesson this morning, but I'm going to go a little deeper into it today. But the Lord is clearly speaking to us that our life is not to be hidden. Would a, would a man light a candle and put it under a bushel? Or would he put it on a candlestick and list, lift it for all the men around about to be able to see? So the Bible is full of different scenarios where it is talking about our life. In, in fact, it's when it, the, the Bible begins to talk about our life light being our image that people see of us, letting our light so shine before men, let our, let our life be lived in a manner before people that when they see the good lifestyle that we're living, when they see the good in us, when they see things in us that inspires them, it should make them want to serve our Father which is in heaven. Every, every life, every life casts a very clear shadow. As the light of God shines upon our life, everywhere we go, there is a shadow that follows us. Your shadow depicts your image, the image of the person in relationship to the light that is shining upon it. So when the scripture tells us to let our light so shine in a manner in reality, Our life is to be a mirror, we are to reflect, we are to be a mirror image of Jesus Christ. So that when people are looking at us, there should be a reflection of Christ in us. When people look at me, I don't want them to glorify me for who I am. I want them to glorify the Father, which is in heaven, which is living. I want to be—I want His image to shine through me into others. So, as we are building our our thought process this morning of letting our light so shine, uh, I'm not suggesting this morning that everybody needs to go get a go, go get one of those rubber bracelets from the, uh, from the Christian bookstore that says, uh, what would Jesus do? But in reality, in everything that we're doing in our life, it ought to be whatever Jesus is doing ought to be what the world is seeing through us. They ought to not question how we're living our life because we're not to live our life for our own self. And we're not to live our, our life according to the things of this world. But we should be reflecting the image of Jesus Christ through our life. An illuminated life will always cast the shadow of the image of the person. As the light of God is shined upon our life, everybody around us should see so clearly the image. And it ought to not be the image that of, the, of the man that we once were. Because we ought to die out to that man. And when we are born again, we are born again a new creature. Old things are passed away. That means that old attitude passed away and that, that old bad spirit passed away. And that frown has been turned upside down. Hello, somebody. He changes our attitude, our conversation, our talk. There ought to be everything in our life. So, everything that we do should show forth the image of God. Now, we live in a day of social media. And uh, sometimes it, I become weary with it because, um, you know, you, this social media thing people have a social media presence and they literally have, have an entire life. It's like a social media life, and it's, sometimes it's not who the person really is. It's who they want people to see. It's like take the photo, and they're like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! Before you post it, let me see it." Uh, no, no, that's not going to work. That's not my my smile is not big enough. I, you got to take another one. I got to do a better. We got to look like we're having a good time here. And so it's the image in which only specific images that pass the test of the carnal eye are allowed to be put on social media and so these images and so sometimes I I can look through social media and I'm like, dude, I'm living a boring life. All these people, where do they get all their time, all of their money, all of these friends? And it's strange because all I hear is they're too sick to be in church. Oh, hello now. And so we have all this false image, this fake image. But the truth is, is those who really know us, those who we are influencing. I, I've never, I've never seen anybody truly influenced too deeply by our social media statuses. I, I get, I get. I get frustrated at times, and sometimes I, I laugh at people who decide, you know, they use social media as their platform to be able to preach. They don't have a microphone, so they use social media. And so they, they have all of the answers on social media, and, um, and I'm listening to it thinking, wow, uh, for somebody to have all the answers, your life is awfully broken. And the truth is, is the people that are around us, they're not really caught up with the image sometimes that we are promoting through our social media post. But instead, they're watching the small nuances of our life. Can, can I talk to you this morning where we really are? Let me talk real life here to you for a moment. Your, your spouse and your children and your siblings and your family members, they know you. And, and you may make everybody else around, but you are casting a shadow every day in your life. They know you. And they know you aren't happy all the time. And they know you get a bad attitude once in a while. They know you have a bad hair day, but you've never put it on social media. They know you. Now, I'm not telling you to go put your bad hair day on social media. Don't get me wrong. But I'm trying to point out the fact that our life casts a shadow. And it is the image in which that people see our lives in the reality of who we are. I've shared this story with you before. My wife and I, I I met Annette in Houston at Texas Bible College. And while we were there... She had an interesting event that happened, and I, I've shared this story numerous with numerous people. She was in Houston, and she was coming out of a drugstore, and uh, she she became very frightened because she came around and and uh, there were some real bright lights that were shining up from the ground, and they were shining up onto the building, and there was a man. Perhaps he may uh, have had some other issues, but. Uh, the man had gotten in the light with the light to his back, and he is facing the, this big block building, the CVS or Walgreens, whatever it was. And he had gotten the light behind him, and he got, he got where the, his image was being cast upon the block wall with the light shining behind him. And this man was shadow boxing. But he wasn't just shadow boxing, but he literally was up against the building. And, I mean, he was in full mode, and he's hitting that block building with his fist, and, and he's dodging and shaking and dancing and doing all the stuff that the boxers do. And he's hitting the building until literally his knuckles are bleeding, and he's fighting himself, hitting the wall, and dodging and swinging and, Isn't it amazing how many people live their life in such a way that, what what is it that would cause a man to shadow box his way through life? He's literally fighting with his own image. He's struggling with himself. There's something about his own shadow that must have stirred him to anger and violence, something that he saw in himself, perhaps something that he didn't like, and he was boxing with himself to the point of actually damaging himself physically, accomplishing absolutely nothing. All of us, in one way or another, are affected by the way that we view our own life. By the way we view ourselves. Can I talk to you real this morning? Some of us need to get a more clear image of who we are. One, we have let, we have let society and peer pressure push us to the point that the only thing that can please us is the idea that everybody must look at us superior to themselves. Wow, you just got real quiet here. We live our lives. Some of us can only be feel a sense of satisfaction and gratification by posing an image that may not be real. It may not be who we are because we so terribly want people to see us in a different light that we use venues. That's why we brag about our promotions, our educational statuses, all the great accomplishments we have. Social media becomes our our runway, if you please for everybody to view us on the stage of social media that is, and I don't mean to be coming across too strong against social media this morning because I use, I use it myself. That would be hypocritical of me to do so. But the truth is, is that we look at ourselves sometimes and instead of working on the areas of our life that God allows to be revealed to us, And we say, I'm going to go to work on this. Instead of working on ourselves, we start working on our image. Can I let that set in this morning? Instead of working on who we are, working on our integrity, working on on our faithfulness, We start working on our image. We've become a a society that is so image conscious. We're more interested as long as people think we are okay. That's all that really matters. When the truth is God has always been more interested in the heart of the matter. He came to save our soul. He came to save us to the uttermost, more than just the outside. Oh, I feel like being real with you this morning. Some of us feel like if we can live the church part to a point that we can get the the talk right, and we can learn how to clap just right and lift our hands just right and say praise the Lord just right, dress just right, fix our hair just right, that we've got it all down. You know, when, when the worship's going on, we don't look all nervous. We can just, just kind of flow in, kind of have our little groove on. And, and as long as everybody thinks that it looks good, as long as it looks good on the outside, everything's all right. But inside, I mean, the Scripture's just full of it. Why did sepulchers... You see, inside you're full of dead men's bones. I mean, the Bible over and over and over again talks about some of these areas of our lives where he is interested more at the heart of the matter instead of the image that we are showing on the outside. We need to really see. So the first thing is we need to deal with who we are to where our self-image is changed from us worrying so much about looking at ourselves and saying, oh, I don't like what I see. And so I'm going to just try to modify and change the image. I'll get one of those mirrors. Instead of losing weight, I'm going to get one of those, one of those mirrors. You know, they have the, the concave mirror and the convex mirror. One makes you look short and chubby and one makes you look tall and skinny and so whatever you want however you want to make yourself look you just go in front of that mirror and that's how you make yourself look that's not the reality of life god has come to deal with our soul so instead of us instead of us just working on our outward image we need to start working on the matter of the heart and start allowing god we so we need to start living our life letting our light Our light so shine before men. We need to start living our life so that what men are seeing in us in reality is the good works of Christ. So we have to work on things. And so we put away the old man and start allowing the new man to live in us and through us. So we become image conscious in how we see ourselves. And then we become so concerned about how others see us when in reality, when we look at ourselves, we need to be concerned about how God views us. Because the way God sees us is what really matters. So we need to develop the thought process is that it doesn't matter. What somebody else may think about me as long as God, or may say about me, but what matters is what God thinks about me. Now that doesn't give us the right to say, well it doesn't matter to me what people say about me or what people think about me. It should matter. That's why the scripture said, let your light so shine before men that they see, everybody say they see, they see your good works. There's no question. Now, I, I'm, I, could, I could spend a lot of time this morning. We, we, we have to live our life to where they see our good works. The Scripture is just full of little innuendos that point to the fact of how we live it, live our life being so very important. We shouldn't allow our good to be evil spoken of. We shouldn't live our life to where it creates questions with people. And then we use the excuse of, well, I don't care what somebody thinks about me. Every child of God ought to care what somebody thinks about them. You ought to care what the world thinks about us. Because it is our witness. It is our testimony. It's what causes people to see that good work in us and want to glorify the Father which is in heaven. But often we see ourselves differently than others see us. But the truth is is that shadows don't lie. Shadows, the shadow of man, depicts who he really is. Our lives tell more about who we are than our words. Your life tells more about who you are than the words you speak or the posts that you make. We are all preaching a sermon every day as we live. We are preaching every day. Our lives are being read. People are watching our lives. We're preaching a sermon as we live every day by the deeds we do, by the words we speak. Men, hear the message of your life every day. What? Do people know about you? Because that's the shadow that you're casting. That's what you're leaving behind you. People are looking at you and they are they are seeing things in you. You are preaching to them by your life. Let's see if we can get 2 Corinthians, the third chapter, verse number two, says something like this: Ye are our epistle. That word epistle means letter. You are our letter written in our hearts. Known and read of all men. Listen, our life, our life, our life is like a letter that has been written in the hearts of the people that are watching and looking and paying attention to us. Your children, your grandchildren, your neighbors, your relatives. All they know about God, all they know about the church, all they know about truth may be what they see in you. What is your letter to your neighborhood speaking about you? What is your letter to your family saying about you? What do people read in your life? What are they seeing Because you're never going to get so smart that people don't see your life. You're never going to get so popular that people don't see your life. As a matter of fact, often the higher we go in social status, the more people are watching us. And when you think nobody is watching. Oh my, I remember. I remember the wake up calls of my wife and I. As we were raising our kids and the kids would be in the other room. And. They would be, I don't know, Gentry would be watching Barney. And my wife and I are having a discussion in the other room. And we say one wrong word in the wrong direction. And the next thing you know, there's Gentry. I heard that. Why did you say that? I thought you were in the other room. I thought you weren't paying attention. Listen, kids nowadays... They can be playing a video game, texting on their phone, eating dinner, and fully listening to every conversation going in the other room. I mean, I can't even walk and chew gum at the same time. They watch our lives. And when you think you're hiding something or getting something by them, they see it. Our life is an epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men. So our shadow, let me get back to my subject, our shadow is a mirror image of who we are. There's a few things I want to point out to you today. Your shadow will have an indelible effect on the people that you are around. I was reading an article some time ago about a tree that grows in, I think it's in Chile, and I'm told that this specific type of tree, its it would be the only thing native here, I suppose, that we could think of would be something like a poison ivy or poison oak or something like that. But this tree that grows in Chile it it's it's a massive tree with a full shade, and most people most people are highly allergic to its sap, and it drips from from the tree. Uh, it's it sprinkles sap in very fine particles, and it dr- it it drifts to the ground around it. And so, people who don't know that may be trying to find shade in the midst of uh, in the midst. Of, of a sunny day could go under that tree and and try to sit down and take a take a break or take take a rest and while they're there the the particles the fine particles uh, that, that form uh, an invisible it's an invisible type of, of dripping or, or oozing from the tree uh, that just getting around the tree, small amounts of the sap that oozes from the tree uh, that, that would get out, can get on a person, and it's, it's, it can poison them. It can make them sick. Uh, there's even been people with high allergies to it that can even lead to absolute death. As I was reading about that, I, I, I was thinking about our life, our life, is like a shadow that, that, that all the people that are around us or that, that come under our shadow, we are affecting them in everything that we do. And our, our shadow, as they, as they come under us, if we are full of poison and the innermost being of who we are is full of, 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 of things that are destructive, and harmful in nature we will affect everybody that comes under our shadow we'll poison their attitude we'll poison their faith we'll poison their outlook Will, tw- will poison their faith in God. They'll lose trust in people and faith in people because that the shadow that we're casting is so that it is, it is directing people in the wrong way. Listen to me this morning, please, everybody in this room, no matter how ineffective that you may feel, every one of you are leading people. In some way or another. If you're a parent or if you're a grandparent, you're leading people. If you're an old, if you're a young adult in here this morning, you're leading the younger. They are looking up to you. Regardless how influential that you may feel, you are leading people. Let me ask you. What is your shadow doing? Are you oozing the sap of healing and nourishment? Are you directing them toward God? Or are you leading them into a path of of poison and and, 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 and fear and and hate and anger? What are you doing with your shadow? What is coming from under your shadow? Your shadow is inevitable regardless whether you intend to or not. This is where we deal so often and I think about this so much. So many people say, well, I didn't intend. I didn't intend to. I've talked to people before and said, your actions are harmful. Your actions are hurting people. And their response is, well, I didn't intend to. I understand the motive may be right, but the action still is destructive. And if the action is destructive, you must change the action to get a different Reaction or a different response. Intention does not change the facts. Can I say that again? Your intention does not change the facts. So if what we are doing is harming and hurting, if, if, if it is affecting people in a negative way, we can wish all day. We can want all day. But until we change, what we're doing, everybody that is coming under the shadow of the tree are going to be affected. Although we had good intention, oh, I don't mean to be poisoning them, then what's inside you must change. Because what is inside you eventually will come out. Whatever is inside you will eventually show out to people around you because your shadow is inevitable. Regardless if you intend to or not, you will cast a shadow on people's lives. And here's the issue. As we move forward toward evening time in our life, our shadow will appear larger. I want you to get this though. I know, I know we just came out of revival and you wanted me to come in this morning just firing away and screaming and climbing. I, I, I'm trying to minister to some folks this morning. I'm trying to speak some wisdom into some lives this morning. But the truth is, is the, the later we go toward evening, the light of the sun shining upon anything, as evening time comes, the shadow gets longer. The same is true with life. The closer you move toward evening time in life, the greater your shadow. That's why that as you get older, you need to be more and more cautious because you are casting a larger shadow. I wish the sincerity of what I'm speaking to you on this morning would really, really Settle in. The older we get, the, the the longer the shadow we're casting. The more people are seeing our shadow. The more we're affecting people. That's why every inconsistency in our lives become magnified toward evening time. Because they're looking at us, and it's they're saying, "Do you talk about prayer, or do you really pray? Do you talk about holiness, or do you really live holiness?" Do you talk about God or do you really serve God? Do you talk about being honest or are you really honest? Because they're seeing and more people we're affecting more. Because toward evening time the shadow begins to become larger. The rich and the poor all cast a shadow. Believers and non-believers all cast a shadow. Years ago, I used to see it so often as I would see as kids do, as mine would follow in my shadow and they would watch where I step and I would watch them as they're trying to take giant jumps so that they could put their feet wherever I am, trying to walk in my shadow, trying to see it's the nature of humanity. There are people watching you, whether you know it or not. The people around you are watching you. Young people, the younger young people are watching you. And they're living in your shadow. And they're putting their feet where yours are. And they're moving like you are. They're watching you. My wife looks over at me this morning and called out one of the young girls. And says, man, have you noticed? Watch her this morning. Watch how she's worshiping today. Man, she's really stepped up. And I turned and looked. And and when I saw her, I saw exactly the image of, of 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 who she's watching and who she's worshiping like. And, and, and she stood worshiping. Well, she's just mimicking somebody. Maybe she is today, but it'll become who she is tomorrow. I would rather them be here mimicking somebody on a platform that is singing a song of godliness and righteousness. Than having some hero in the world that's leading them toward drugs and violence and crime. Your shadow is not silent. Your shadow is speaking volumes. Some people look and think, I'm not, I'm not affecting anybody. But your shadow is speaking volumes. You're preaching every time that you get in front of people. Every time that your light is shining, you got to be careful to know that your light shines in a manner because if you're not careful, your light can shine in the wrong manner. Your light shining, regardless. That's why the scripture, our text this morning says, Let your light so shine. It matters. Look at your neighbor and tell them it matters. What you do matters. What you say matters. How you live matters. The way you walk matters. The way you live matters. Our greatest influence is often not what we say, but it is the life that we live. I know all of us, myself included, can be misunderstood sometimes. We can all be misunderstood. But I can promise you that consistency and faithfulness will always win out. If you say, well, people don't get me, people don't understand me, people don't know me. Be consistent. One of the greatest, most harmful things that could ever happen to any person in this room would be if your children or your grandchildren see you as one thing when you walk in the doors of church and another thing when you go home. Because that tells them that as long as I have an image on Sunday when I'm here, it doesn't matter what I do Monday through Saturday out there. Your greatest influence is how you live your life. Your shadow is a silent testimony of your inward condition. Because you can try to hide it all you want to hide it, but it is revealing. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 says it like this, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Watch this now, watch this. The spirit of man. So that means whatever my spirit, whatever I am depicted, it is the candle of the Lord. My spirit is the candle of the Lord that is searching all the inward parts. So the spirit of man is like a candle that is looking through and searching all the inward parts of the heart. It is your spirit. And so, well, I don't get mad often, but I tell you, if somebody says something about me, I'm going to respond. That's a trying of your spirit. Well, I don't throw fits too often, but some things just set me off. That is the spirit of man that, that is the candle of the Lord that is trying all the inward parts and searching. I'm calling us to search this morning. I'm calling us to searching this morning. Search your heart. Search your life. Look at at yourself in the mirror of God. See yourself. Think about the spirit that you're manifesting. Think about the, the shadow that you're casting with your life. Because your shadow, the shadow of man is indestructible. Once we have cast our influence, we cannot take it back. Once we have cast our influence, we cannot take it back. That's why we need to be careful what we are teaching those that we are influencing. What we're saying to those that we're influencing. I was with a group of young people some time ago and somebody said, well, I really believe that Someday when I grow up, and I go out on my own, and I go somewhere else, I'm going to really do something for God. And I said, I want to talk to you about that. Because you're in the process of growing up, but what you do for God... You feel like you have to go somewhere else when the truth is that most likely, what you're doing for God now and here will be exactly what you do, what you do for God, there and then. So if you're not doing anything for God now, where you are with what you have, you won't do anything for God there. So we need to lose the mentality that when we go somewhere else and get somewhere else or that when we grow up or that another time. Oh, I'm going to start influencing my kids, but I'm waiting. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for them to get a little older. I'm going to wait for them to get to college. It doesn't matter right now because they're young. They're only, you know, they're, they're, they're young. They're five years older. They're 10 years older. Now they're 15. But when in college or after college, and then when they're young adults, it's always putting off because it's human nature to always think that there is a better time coming when it's going to be a better opportunity. Can I tell you today that the best thing for you to do is evaluate what you are doing with the shadow that you have right now and everybody that you're influencing start explaining to them that now show them that now is the acceptable time now is the time to live righteous and holy now is the time to serve the Lord now is the time to be a witness now is the time to be faithful don't wait until then you'll never do it there'll never be a better day now is the time what are you doing with your shadow I'm quickly closing you can weep over your shadow, but it will not be affected. You can get angry at your shadow, but it will do no good. You can curse at your shadow, but it will have no effect on it. Your shadow is indestructible, be it good or be it bad. But the shadow that you cast will have everything to do with your relationship with the light. Your relationship with the light has everything to do with the shadow you're casting that's why that you need to pay attention you need to seek God now and say God I need my walk with you to be right I want my relationship with you to be right those who live in spiritual darkness can't will have their their shadow will be that of spiritual darkness Jesus said I am the light of the world and then he says you are the light of the world isn't that neat that Jesus says that we are like him when it comes to being the light of the world he's the light of the world then he says we're the light of the world our shadow what people see of us what the people that we're influencing our children, grandchildren, friends, neighbors relatives whatever they see of us has everything to do with our relationship with the light The closer that we are to him, the more clear the image of him that we will reflect through our lives. And the further that we get away from him, the more of us that they will see. What do you want people to see? You want them to see your old nature? They want you want them to see what you are trying to hide? Or do you, do you want to just get right with God? And let people see God through you. What is the effect of your shadow? Because shadows have effects. You can read through the scripture and see in Acts chapter 5 that even, even the passing by of Peter's shadow was healing people. Now we know that healing comes by faith, but I want you to understand this. Peter comes walking by and even when his shadow would pass by people, they were receiving healing. They knew that there was a miraculous work of ministry in the apostle Peter. And when Peter comes walking by, if his shadow just touched them, they immediately received healing. That's how I want my shadow to be. No, not that people look at me. I'm not even talking about the miracle working power, but I'm talking about everything that I do. I want my shadow to cast healing, not division, not destruction. not I want whatever. When when I go by people, I want them to look and say, that's a man of God. That's a man that walks holy, holy and righteous before the Lord. That's a man that seeks peace. That's a man that loves God. Stand with me all over the room today. What do you want your shadow to cast? What do you want people to see? Because they're going to see what you are. All over the room now, I want to challenge you. Why don't you just close your eyes where you are, and I want to pray a special prayer for you, and then we're going to sing a a chorus. Cheryl, we haven't sang it in a while, but I I want to sing Make Me In Your Image, if we could this morning, if you could help me with that. Maybe that's what you already have. But we need to be made in the image of the Lord. Right now, where you are, why don't you just in your own way pray while I pray for you and ask God, Lord, make me who you want me to be and what you want me to be. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray, God. I pray for every person under the sound of my voice. Every influencer, some influence a few, some influence many, but all influence. I pray for every influencer in this room right now. I pray, God, that the shadow that we're casting, is reflected in an image of you. God, I pray that every person in this room recognizes that our relationship and walk with you is so incredibly important that, Lord, those who are around us are being affected by our relationship with you. Help us, God, to take have the courage and to take the step of faith to become more like you. Help us to take that step today and step out by faith to say, I'm making a commitment. To be more like the Lord. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I invite you this morning to step from where you are. Step forward if you would this morning and come with a prayer in your heart. Just saying, I want to be like the Lord, and I want to I want to affect everybody around me in a positive way. I want the word of God to live through me. I want the things of God to show through my life. Come with a prayer in your heart right now. that's worthy to be used. Make Make me in your image. Make me me more like you. Let this be your prayer now. Make me in your image. Wash me white. prayer today. Come on, pray it to the Lord.